Hello and welcome to another new episode of Yashoda Health Podcast brought to you by Yashoda Hospitals. I'm your host Dr. Lakshmi and our topic for the day is heart attacks in young people understanding the risks and latest treatment. In this episode we will talk in depth about the occurrence of heart attacks in the younger population and the best approach to treating them. Nowadays more and more young people are falling victims to heart attacks. We shall discuss the main risk factors for heart attacks and understand the ways that can be prevented. Dr. Kala Jitender Jain, consultant interventional cardiologist from Yashoda Hospitals, High Tech City, will join us for this episode to provide expert advice on the topic. So let's get started. Welcome to the program, Doctor. Thank you. So, Doctor, how common are heart attacks in young people and what are some of the risk factors associated with this condition? So, if you look at the word heart attack, I think it is being commonly heard nowadays than a few decades ago. So, if you look at the incidence of heart attack, previously it used to affect only the middle age and the elder population. But now, I think with the uh, onset of the COVID or the, you call it as the post-COVID era, I think the number of heart attacks have increased dramatically especially in the younger populations who are in the 20s and 30s and I think the numbers are also going to increase in the future. Uh, there are multiple reasons for that. I think one of the reasons I think is uh, COVID infection per se where a patient who has uh, got a COVID or a very severe COVID who has been hospitalized and was on oxygen or ventilator therapy, their blood, has be, their blood generally is more thicker when compared to the normal population and you call it as a thrombotic tendency where because of that there is an increased plated reactivity and a more former, more reason for thrombus formation in the arteries which is leading to an increase in the heart attacks. So commonly if you look at the risk factors which are associated with these heart attacks or you call it as a coronary artery disease, the most common thing are the notable risk factors like diabetes which is uncontrolled or in hypertension which often is uncontrolled and other risk factors like cholesterol, a bad cholesterol, we call it as dyslipidemia and of course smoking and alcohol are some of the prevalent conditions I think which are associated with this coronary artery disease. So can you describe the process of diagnosing a heart attack in a young person? Yeah, so basically heart attack is more commonly a clinical diagnosis where we detect these heart attacks mainly based on the symptoms of how the patient presents like the common three symptoms as we know are the first the chest pain which generally is most often retrosternal which is behind the chest which is like heavy which heavy in the chest or some like discomfort or which which does not decrease even with uh, your antacids or painkillers and uh, which often uh, requires the patient to urgently seek for doctor's advice. So that is the most common symptom I think chest pain along with that other symptoms like breathlessness you call it as a shortness of breath which was not there previously uh, with his daily activities and uh, along with that palpitations sometimes you have a jaw claudication and rarely vomiting or diarrhea are also some of the common manifestations of these heart attacks. So does lifestyle modification play a role in preventing heart attacks, especially in younger people? 
definitely so i think uh, lifestyle modifications are definitely required and uh, i think it is it should be the norm in the newer generation so a healthy lifestyle like regular exercise as we have discussed many of times like uh, going for a walk or going for yoga or gym whatever what the uh, patient is uh, comfortable with he has to do at least 20 to 30 minutes of uh, exercise a moderate intensity of exercise daily and of course the diet also plays a very important role a diet you call it as a dash diet which is dietary approaches to stop hypertension i think it where you decrease the salt as far as the spicy items so that the chance of getting an hypertension or 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 a stroke is is decreased so what are the current approaches to managing heart attacks in younger people are there any new developments in technology or medication that are promising for the treatment yeah if you if you look at the uh, common treatment modalities for treating heart attack the two common options which we have one is the thrombolytic therapy so it is it's a therapy where when a pay whenever a patient presents with heart attack within 6 hours we give an injection through the peripheral vein like a thrombolytic therapy uh, which various agents are available there in the market like streptokinase urokinase or a tenecteplase where with just inj- one injection the clot which has been uh, responsible for an heart attack will be dissolved and the blood will be again restored in that particular blood vessel so that is the uh, one of the therapy i think any peripheral center or any small hospital can do that at uh, any point of time even the midnights also where any where you don't find a cardiologist uh, there available but if you have an intervention cardiologist available and a cath lab facility where you can do a primary angioplasty and i think that should be the goal or it should be the norm where you open up a blood vessel directly with a wire and you do a balloon and put a stent across and restore the blood flow so i think among both the approaches definitely the primary angioplasty should be the norm and should be the gold standard but in a peripheral center where you don't have facilities and i think thrombolytic therapy should also be a good option so how do you approach communicating with young patients who may not realize that they are at risk for heart disease so i think uh, most important thing is we should motivate them to tell that screening is a uh, definitely a, a tool for you for your safety for your understanding and for your uh, you know b- better uh, future and uh, getting a test done or a health checkup done every every 2 to 3 years i think will give you a, a complete scenario about how your lifestyle is how your blood pressure is how your cholesterol levels are there in the blood whether you have a bad cholesterol or a good cholesterol what type of diet you need to follow what medications you need to follow so i think many things you get uh, you get into know once you get this screening test done so what are some potential long term effects of a heart attack in a young person so once a patient gets in a heart attack i think uh, the muscle which is uh, which normally functions uh, which helps you of all the symptoms like having a healthy lifestyle will be gone so the muscle once damaged is a damage so that is why the golden period of 6 hours comes into picture where within 6 hours if you open up the vessel which is responsible for a heart attack the chance of getting a damaged permanent myocardium will be saved so that is why if a patient who has a large heart attack or a major heart attack this pumping activity will come down like we say in in terminology or in medical terminology the ejection fraction where if the ef comes down to less than 40% then his lifestyle will be changed his quality of life will be changed the the work or the daily uh, activity which used to have before he can never have that so that is why prevention always comes first or early diagnosis and timely therapy helps you rescue or save the heart muscle from getting permanently damaged
So what advice would you give to someone who has experienced a heart attack and wants to prevent future occurrences? So once a patient has a heart attack, I think a patient knows what, what to do if he gets a second symptom because most of the time he interacts with the doctor. The doctor explains him the importance of the medications which he has to follow, especially the blood thinners, like you call it as the antiplatelets, where echosprin and ticagalar, uh, prasugal, like so on, but many blood thinners are there, which helps in preventing from getting again a clot in the, in the blood vessel. So along with that, I think uh, cholesterol-lowering medications also has to be taken uh, with the patient. And whenever he feels like he has a chest pain or he has breathlessness, when no one is there around him, I think uh, taking uh, a sublingual uh, tablet like a nitrocontin, you call it as a sorbitrate, will sometimes save him from getting another uh, heart attack. So I think these life-saving medications should always be there in his pockets, like a pill in the pocket uh, therapy. Wherever he goes, whichever country he travels, I think he never should forget to take these medications on time. So what are some common misconceptions about heart attack in young people and how can we raise awareness and education about this topic, doctor? So I think the most common uh, masquander or you call it as misconception is heartburn. So heartburn many of the times it's misdiagnosed and a uh, patient just takes uh, antacids or something like a, a pantop tablet and try to uh, waste away his golden time in coming to the hospital. So I think that that awareness should be there in the public. People to try, should try to comprehend, do not deny or delay the symptom uh, or approach in approaching the doctor or, or a physician. Get an ECG early if you have these symptoms. ECG will help you understand whether really it is a heartburn versus a heart attack. If, if the doctor has any doubt on this uh, ECG, then he will go for further evaluation like 2D echo and so on and diagnose properly. So thank you doctor and thank you all for listening and stay tuned for more episodes from Yashoda Hospitals.